All right, welcome again to uh, another fun-filled episode of There Isn't Any Such Thing as a Bad Movie. That's Christian. That's me. I'm Ray. We're going to be your podcast hosts for this episode. You're welcome ahead of time. Well, today we're going to cover the majesty that is Dante's Peak. Oh my goodness. The Linda Hamilton, Pierce Brosnan classic. Masterpiece. Masterpiece classic. Masterpiece? Masterpiece. The <laughs> devastating force that is Dante's Peak. On the back of the cassette I have, it says not just devastating, devastating. <laughs> Which is highly the amount of thought that was put into this I'm going to use that word. Yes. I don't know what it means. The devastation. Devastating. <laughs> yes. All right. So we're going to read you the synopsis, so that way you guys are on board, so we can proceed. All right. Uh, a volcanologist? A volcanologist? Volcanoologist? Volcanologist. Volcanologist? Do they, they study Vulcans? Uh, they don't. Oh, uh, It's not actually a reference to Star lo- Trek. Flawed. All right. The volcanologist <laughs> arrives at a countryside town, uh, recently named the second most desirable place to live in America, and discovers... That the long dormant volcano, Dante's Peak, may wake up at any moment. Whoopsie. Yeah. Uh, the official tagline of this movie poster on there said, exploding soon. <laughs> <laughs> I do have that poster. It does say that. It's nice. amazing. Oh, I truly loved this movie. This is one of those fun, guilty pleasures for me. It is my wife's second favorite movie, and for good reason, because it is a lot of fun. <laughs> so, I watched this film. The whole reason why we're doing a podcast on this film, because it's too good for this podcast, oh. is, is I watched the wrong Volcano movie. I was supposed to watch Volcano, and I watched Dante's Peak by mistake, and the whole time I'm watching it, I'm like, you know, this is actually pretty good. And I'd seen it once before, but I've forgotten more stuff than I remembered. I'm like, why didn't Ray recommend this movie? It's, it is too good for Ray to recommend. <laughs> I really I, I really liked it. And then I realized I watched the wrong film. But we're going to talk about it anyway. Cause... Because we watched it, and now you're going to hear about it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But yeah, um, 007 himself was in this movie. Yeah. Remington uh, Steels, that's how ooh, I Ooh, very but nice. I go back a ways. Yeah, yeah I, I'm still 007. Uh, but yeah, so... This movie is funny to me in the sense that in the opening scene, or not not the opening scene, but the opening of this movie, if you will, after it unfolds. Yeah. Uh, they're like, why don't you take a vacation? He should be on vacation. But he was called in from vacation to go to Dante's Peak. Yeah. So at one point, I felt like I was at work. It's yeah. kind of like when you're on vacation, they're like, we need you because there's nobody else in. And I'm like, sucks, click. But no, <laughs> it was the most realistic situation in the it entire. It seriously movie. was because, of course, a guy gets called in on his vacation, and he is w- acting very terribly in this movie. He has wooden acting the whole way. He is truly channeling in his 007, his his Remington Steel acting. I think you meant to say that he's very smooth. God, he's smooth like sandpaper, like two grit, <laughs> like, like a rock on flypaper. <laughs> That's as smooth as he is. All right. <laughs> I think your wife made you watch this one Man, too many times, right? The smoothest thing about him is his freaking helmet of a haircut and all I mean, that gel that went in there. It does not move. Not I mean, even a, a bit. It it's is kind of amazing. amazing. It like, is amazing. His hair is a up. helmet. It is yeah. protection from the volcano. It is awesome. Anyway, oh, so he gets called yeah. in from his vacation, so clearly he's annoyed. Yeah. And he gets more annoyed as everyone around him is like, aren't you on vacation? Now, I feel that. 
And like every scientist <laughs> in every 1950s movie, he, nobody believes him at first. Nobody believes him. He didn't even believe it at first. He's the expert in the field, like universally lauded yeah, he is as the, the greatest. the best guy for the job. And, like, and yeah, so much that the boss and a team went out there to verify. They're like, oh, you're crazy. This is nothing. <laughs> that was an actual sound, sound bite from the movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's, oh. it's a high production of this podcast. <laughs> but yeah, that was the part of the movie that I found most relatable yeah. and most annoying because it was so relatable. Yeah. Makes you oh. rethink your whole life. Gosh, it really does. So we got that going on to start with. And then, yeah. okay, then it continues on to Linda Hamilton, which is, I'm not sure if this is her best role or her worst role. Because as she's going through her day, she's like, I'm the mayor. I can't find my blouse. Where are my kids? Where's my shoes? Would you like some coffee? How did I become mayor? Would you like to come in over and find some eggplant parmesan? What is happening? Why is she from New York? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's amazing just to watch her go. And um, I understand that she has two kids yeah. that are very different. And the one's always yeah. out. The one's always in. It, yeah. It's the... It, yeah, I understand that part of it, but good sweet lord, it, it oh, there was a lot of stuff happening unnecessarily. I I love Linda Hamilton and everything she's in. I continue to love her in this movie, including Beauty and the Beast. To be honest, yeah, yeah, I love yeah. her. I remember when that was a big deal. I know. It's like look at these special effects. Ron Perlman looks like an animal. He does look, look like an animal. That's, that's not a special effect. He looks like a Mongol. Yeah, I didn't realize like when, when you took the lion's mane off, it was basically just his face. Yeah. Ron Perlman is also great. There's a reason he's Hellboy. <laughs> Hashtag my Hellboy. <laughs> wow. Sorry, Stranger Things guy. <laughs> Suck it. Um, yeah, the, the performances were not what we'll call stellar. But it was a fun movie. Yeah, I, I think they were they were certainly passable. Like I liked the characters that they were portraying. I liked their performances. The kids were not as annoying as I feared them to be, which is that, pleasant. It was pleasant. Yeah, it was yes. like high praise for kids in a movie. Not to say that they are, you know, say they atypical yeah, kids, but yeah. but yeah, I'm on board. They some were, of their were performances fun. were absolutely legitimate. You, that's how you expect children to act. Yeah, like after the volcano erupts. The only thing they can think of is to get to Grandma, oh. who does not want to come down off the mountain the because she's playing grandma. She's playing the part of like, I lived here my whole life, blah blah blah. You're not getting me down, even though it's clearly in her best interest to get down off the mountain that's exploding. So, so my my <laughs> wife came down like once the volcano started going. I think is when she she arrived. I don't. She might have been watching it from the beginning, but vaguely. <laughs> and then like she she. Uh, regards the grandmother for a moment. She's like, "Oh, this is the villain of the movie." <laughs> it truly was. And that I'm was like, not wrong. No, no, and yeah, yeah, she, yeah, she uh, truly uh, did become the villain and tried to like uh, uh, redeem herself. Yeah, in the weird acid lake oh, that yeah. would not eat anything that fast. Boy, let me tell you, this this movie has a bunch of situations that I would never want to be in in my whole life. Like, like the couch watching this movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, I, I, I liked it. I actually thought it was... They, they were trying to be imaginative in their presentation of... Wh what are the... A volcano's only good for a couple things here. It's going to be some fire. There's going to be some ash. They managed to turn this 
five second concept into a two hour movie with situations that were meh, we'll say movie plausible, not realistic. Okay. I, we're not gonna use the R word here. But like as far as a movie goes, I was like, That's cool. It's cool that the axle of a car is almost indestructible. But the tires, they will burn in <laughs> one half of one second. They're the first thing to go. <laughs> but the tension in that scene was real good. And, and, like, yeah, Pierce Brosnan and Linda Hamilton spend two hours looking outside, looking out of their car windshield with shock looks on their faces. They, Their faces must have hurt because uh, that's the only direction that they got this Oh, yeah, look, look surprised. Yeah. Be more surprised. Yeah, look... <laughs> Look terrified. Something else is happening. The church is falling down. Look at it. <laughs> the rock is falling on the empty school bus. Look at it. <laughs> good Lord. But they had some really good parts to it. I thought, like, the they had some model shots that were, like, while I was aware that they were models, I thought that they were well done. Oh, yeah. You know, like, it, this had better special effects in it than San Andreas. And I'm not, I'm not even being ironic when I say that. Like, Literally, a movie that came out much later like, like had worse special before. effects than freaking Dante's Peak. Yeah, yeah, it, 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 it was more believable. I'll give it that. Yeah, it yeah. it felt like it was something happening in a space, lit in a way it should be lit, looking in a way it should look. It was practical. Yeah, as it like, were. Yeah, and as then, compared to clearly everything was green screened and they were just kind of told to react to this thing I'm going to describe to you. <laughs> yeah, I got it. Okay. Oh, good. The Rock. Look forward at this tennis ball. That was two hours. <laughs> like, hey, he can, he can. He did it. He no. can eyebrow that to his credit. <laughs> um, All right, Don, speak. All right. <laughs> but we've got a few other second banana people, and the only time that I I thought it was a little weird, this film and the performances were just, I don't know, just wrong. Maybe the direction was bad because like none of that actors in the scenes in the remainder of the film that they were in were unbelievable or poorly performed it just when when the second banana guy that didn't believe pierce brosnan in the beginning met his unfortunate end at the bridge I would, part I would, I would like to touch on that for yeah, a second go for it why is the boss in the field <laughs> <laughs> he let the boss pierce brosnan's boss led the team See? of other people to there now the boss's job is to stay in the office and get out of everyone's way see ray you you've been in the workforce too long that is the boss's you, job to you, stay home and eat candy while yeah. the team does the Risk job their lives yeah. see this is the problem you've had so many bad bosses that you think that's the norm that it, is this, the norm this is supposed to be how they're supposed to be um, like even good bosses eat candy in the office while they send everyone out out into the floor to do the job that's how much that's how these things work uh frank frank mary uh the entirety of the world is on fire. Uh, you each have fire extinguisher. Go deal with it. And then he... And Frank will tell Mary to do it. <laughs> Gosh. Gosh. But yeah, so... I do love the fact that in the weird openings, like uh, when they discover something's wrong with the Dante's Peak, they find the two uh, teenagers who take the hot dip oh, for some yeah. hot nookie and ended up really hot in the process and boiled themselves. Yeah, they didn't know they were in a horror movie. No, I didn't know it was a horror movie either. I'm the like, slasher movie is the entire mountain. It is the mountain, yes. Oh, goodness gracious. It was yeah. amazing. Can't have sex in them movies. No, you got, you got, your biscuits are burning, as it were. <laughs> Your nuggets turn deep fried. So, so it takes me back to Roger Rabbit. 
Ooh, my tenders. Anyway. <laughs> so, but yeah, so that's where the movie basically oh. starts to go. And my goodness, like, especially at the end where they do the whole, like, cave-in part. That was really good. That like, was good. I was scared for that. I was, I was believing the ash coming down. If you couldn't see anything because of the ash, it was yeah. well done that way, too. Oh, my goodness. Uh, the kids bailing on everything to go up the mountain. That's yep. what kids would do. And, I mean, like, I understand the idea to save their grandmother. I mean, that makes a lot of sense to me. That I just does. wish the grandmother was less, less of, of a, of a jerk. jerk. Yeah. yeah, like, super selfish. Yeah. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it, 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 but I, that's something that I believe people would do. And this it was is, believable. This is the thing. You can't discount it. It's human beings do terrible things sometimes. Yeah. They do incredibly selfish things or things that don't make sense. It's, it's just weird to see it in a movie where they control everything. Yeah, but, where, where they you know, have written it out. And yeah. it's still that way, yeah. So, I, I mean, I, like, yeah. N- not what we'll call unbelievable, but it did really make for for a more climactic film because a bunch of events happened because of that one decision that the grandmother makes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I really liked the movie. Like, I, I got to almost the end of it, and I, I couldn't believe that you recommended this film because <laughs> I'm like, no, oh, this is actually good. This, this is a legit movie. Yeah. yeah, and and I mean, like, it's not, it's not perfect by any means, but um, I, an I, I understand. Experience. It's not the Eliminators. It's not the most perfect film. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> All well, right. that was better the second time around. So. It was more fun. Yeah, yeah it, it was a fun movie. Anyway, uh, but. So Dante Speak was fun, and the fact that there was so much calamity happening. The, uh, the, 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 I want to talk about the Wilhelm screen. Oh, screen. yeah. Like, as the boss is being carried away by the river, you hear this, oh, as he's going, which kills any drama they were building. It's like the, like the teenager falling off the stage. I'm like, what That's are you doing? That's why you got to re- reserve that for a background character or a character that doesn't like nobody cares that much about and and it worked it was great (laughs) oh i heard they just found a an actual recording of that like a recording of the original recording of that oh really yeah yeah they just just uncovered it nice super important like Uh. but it's also gotten to the point where they've used it so many movies that some directors are like please for the love of god do not do this thing (laughs) (laughs) well okay i do have a uh, one more fun note. Oh, yeah. Uh, what was it? Uh, this one and uh, Volcano, the other movie starring the other actors <laughs> that were in other disaster movies. Uh, but this one was rushed to finish. It came out three months before Va- Volcano did. Smart. So it made a butt-ton more money because it came out three months ahead of time. Yeah, it, like... Or, so, you know, like, Braveheart and Rob Roy get compared all the time because yep. it came around... Same time near the same time, uh, and this is like the other film uh, series that two volcano movies happening within months of each other, and big budget, humongous, epic volcano movies. Yeah, I I gotta say I like Dante's Peak better than Volcano. I I, I did enjoy Dante's Peak as well. Uh, I've been subjected to it an awful lot, Uh, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. I do enjoy it. I have it on several formats. I have it on cassette. I have it on DVD, I have it on Blu-ray, and I have it on digital, because reasons, I guess. <laughs> but it, it it is a fun movie. I do enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad to have watched it. Like, I'm grateful to see it. It was good. And I saw it one time before, but, like, I don't think it made as much of an impact on me, because it didn't have, like, 
superheroes or laser swords. But. Yeah. Do you think that it uh, suffered from the usual movie problem of natural disaster flicks where it was too long? Or was this one feel smooth to you? No, I think especially considering how it ends so differently to other natural disaster films. Like, to me, the best scenes were the final scenes. Yeah. Like, and, and all the stuff leading up to that was good, but, like, the real drama came at the very, very end of the film, and I, I really appreciated it. The time went by fast. Volcano, I was checking my imaginary watch, and the Eliminators, I was praying, <laughs> praying to nautical Jesus. You were, you were counting the seconds. Save me. Praying to nautical Jesus. <laughs> but, Commodore Jesus. <laughs> but no, I think the pacing was good, the movie. I, I like the character development, too, like the scientists and, and their relationship. Linda Hamilton and Pierce Brosnan. I thought that was kind Linda of Linda Hamilton, who can't make coffee to save her life, but everybody wanted her coffee. Yeah. There's one eatery in all of this town that is the town. second most desirable place to live <laughs> with a population under 20,000 because there, there's only, like, one eatery. Is Dante's Peak a real place? Can I we, don't Can we know. go there? I'm is sure. it really the second most desirable place? If it place? is, I'm assuming it's all of Oregon because that's what I would picture it as. <laughs> that's certainly what it looked like. Like these are where the, these are where the transformers crashed. Yes, yes. That's that's Oregon, I think. <laughs> that was also a volcano. Does that count as a disaster movie now? Oh yes, it's oh, a disaster right. of a movie. <laughs> All right, but yeah, um, I'm gonna go on board and saying that I truly enjoyed Dante's speaking. It yeah. was a fun flick. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would give it a solid. I want to say a seven out of ten. Oh, easy. Yeah. It was a solid B-plus movie, so yeah. yeah, go team, go team, go team. I, I agree with that assessment 100%. And it helps when you lower your expectations a little bit. Like When you think he, it's 007 acting as a scientist? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> utterly convincing in his jargon. <laughs> also helps that I have no knowledge of any of that stuff. He could have told me the world is made of cheese and I would have believed him. Oh, yeah. the geologist must be right about this. <laughs> this, is, this is moon cheese. Oh, okay. It's <laughs> perfect sense. He must know. <laughs> Good work, Pierce. <laughs> Can't remember his name, his character name oh. at all. Neither <laughs> uh, of them, really. Oh yeah. Is it Harry Stanton? Is that his name? <sighs> it doesn't ring any bells. But it, that's I, I watched it last. Anything. I watched it yesterday. I should know this, but I don't. <laughs> no, Harry Dalton. Dalton. That was his name. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. From the uh, U.S. Geological Survey. That's what he was. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Anyway, two thumbs up. I enjoyed yeah. it recommend it please uh we would again love to hear from you guys on our facebook uh page let us know what you guys thought uh until next time i'm ray i'm christian and thank you again for listening to one of our uh, fun episodes talk to you guys again soon bye everyone